With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. They're rotting from the inside out. Yeah, and, and, so, it, and it's seeping into the stands. It is, and everybody hates it. I'm mm-hmm. right there. We have free agency stuff on the menu for you today. The hot stove is lit. It is sizzling. The oil is hot. And here we go. First things first, we have to remind everybody that there are a lot of guys on the list of this year's free agency pool. It is a pretty overwhelming stack of talent, I would say. And yeah. the, But the detail that we cannot let get lost in the sauce is that the shift is going to be banned for the 2023 campaign. And that, I think, is going to play a huge role in who goes where and how they're valued on the trade market and, and the free agency market right this season. That's what I think. What do you yeah. think, Brad? Yeah, I absolutely agree. Guys like uh, Joey Gallo, Luke Boyd, and Anthony Rizzo even. Yeah. When without a shift, I'm not going to say that their batting average was, at batting average or OPS will skyrocket, but it will certainly go up, and they'll have provide a lot more value to any lineup that they're in. Yeah, I so, think Rizzo's going to benefit tremendously. I think mm-hmm. Voight definitely benefits from this. Yeah. And I can see Gallo benefiting from this too. Yeah, absolutely. For Gallo, sure. Carlos Santana, he was one of the top two or three shifted on guys all season long. Same thing with Cal Raleigh, top yeah. two or three guy who was shifted on all on all season long. Those guys are going to have major benefits from it. And I'm actually really looking forward to it because we're going to get back to, yeah. to baseballs getting in play and guys getting on the bases. So it'll be a lot of fun. First things first, Edwin Diaz is already off the market. The Mets signed him to a five-year, $102 million deal. That's the largest ever for a reliever. And those of you with long memories don't, you know, you remember other names that could have gotten a bag of money like this and did not. So this is the largest ever adjusted for inflation. Edwin (laughs) Diaz will be with the Mets for five more years. So get your trumpets out because it's happening. Yeah, I'm... I'm really interested to see how that five year, how those five years play out, because his 2021 season was not what he was in Seattle. No, and but then you know he came back this year, but like with a lot of closers and relievers, he could continue to go up and down. Totally, so it'll be interesting. Interesting to see what happens with him. The cool I bet thing they, about go ahead. Oh, I, I, was say, I, I bet he gets traded year three. I was going to say what what I can see happening, and the cool thing about Edwin Diaz is I can see him flexing into a middle relief setup position as needed mm. and then working his stuff back out because he's never going to be bad. He's just not going to have lights out, door closing stuff always. Right. Yeah. But he'll always be worth that money, just maybe in a different role. I think that's okay. Come in as an opener every every once in a while. A little later in that, I don't contract. know that he would get relegated to the opening opening role. I think if if he does tail off, that he'll be like a setup guy, like Diego Castillo with the Mariners. He was a closer in Tampa Bay. Yeah, he came to Seattle and he was he was he was uh, Edwin Diaz a setup man in Seattle. Yeah, right, right, yeah. You know, so and that's kind of what his role has been since then. 
So anyway, well, right, let's get family, into Yeah, what we want to do is we want to go down this list, and we've got 21 names on this list, and we're just going to read them off rapid fire. And I want Brad to tell me where he thinks they're going to go. And then we will get into some of these two or three that we think bear a ton of discussion. And we're going to we're going to do it that way. You ready, Brad? I'm ready. Okay. And then you can quiz me. But you okay. can quiz you first. That'll be fun. All right. Let's Rapid do it. fire style. Ready? Yep. Sean Manaya. Angels. Aaron Judge. San Francisco. Jacob DeGrom. Astros. Carlos Correa. Dodgers. Trey Turner. Phillies. Xander Bogarts. Mariners. Justin Verlander. Tigers. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. Go okay, okay. home. You ready? Yep. Brandon Nimmo. Brewers. Carlos Rodon. Twins. Dansby Swanson. Twins. Clayton Kershaw. Dodgers. Wilson Contreras. Angels. Anthony Rizzo. Yankees. Chris Bassett. Blue Jays. Whoa. Are you ready? Yeah. Josh Bell. Uh, Red Sox. Nate Evaldi. Guardians. Nope, sorry. Oh. Nope. Mets. Jose Abreu. I was going down the wrong part of my list. <laughs> Guardians. <laughs> Andrew Benintendi. Padres. Ooh, Kenley Jansen. Red Sox. Andrew Haney. Giants. J.D. Martinez. The Yankees. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yep. I think he's another guy who's going to benefit from the shift. Totally. The shift Most definitely. I think Verlander goes home. Um, I've been talking to Jason a lot, and a lot of a lot of talk in uh, Philadelphia is that they they're considering it a done deal that Trey Turner is going to the Phillies, well, like to the stop. point that they're like. Gene Segura. Yeah, he's out. Gene yeah. Segura's out for sure. Philly's shopping a shortstop hardcore right now. Big time. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. Well, I think that I think they want Turner to play second base. I think so too. Because they got Bryson Stott at shortstop. And that's yeah. what I think it is. I think that they've got Segura going out and then they're going to bring in Trey okay. Turner to fill in the spot at second base. Okay. And you think Trey Turner's okay with that? I think he is. Okay. I think he would be. Yep. That's fascinating. I'm glad you said that. And you'll you'll it'll make sense why I say they're shopping a shortstop and then said I think so too when you said second base because I have an idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right, are you ready, right. Rick? I'm ready. Okay. Manaya. San Diego. Judge. New York Mets. DeGrom. Texas. Correa. Boston. Turner. Seattle, second base. Bogarts. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Verlander. Houston. Mm. Okay. Nimmo. And the only reason I put oh. Bogarts in Pittsburgh is because I didn't know what to do with him. Back off. <laughs> I just threw it out there. I don't actually believe anybody's going to Pittsburgh. They have O'Neill Cruz anyway. You don't care, Brad. <laughs> I needed something. I just put Pittsburgh. Shut up. Play second base. He'll play second base in Pittsburgh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. You ready? Yeah. Nimmo. 
Mets. Rodon. Texas Rangers. Swanson. Resigns in Atlanta. Kershaw. Dodgers. Contreras. St. Louis. Rizzo. Boston. Bassett. Baltimore. Mm. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I like that. That's good. That's good. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Okay. Bell. Baltimore. Abreu. San Diego. Benintendi. Toronto. Uvalde. Toronto. Jansen. Atlanta. Heaney. The Mets. And J.D. Martinez. The Yankees. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir! I see that, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's funny. The only one we like the only one we overlapped on was uh JD was Martinez. The crazy one. Very yeah. good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk. Can we talk Danzy Swanson just for a minute? Have and to. Then, and then there's a couple I want to let's just talk shortstop position for a minute. Okay. okay? It's a big deal. Shortstop yeah. slash second base, because I want to talk about this. So first off, Danzy Swanson. Okay. You have him staying in Atlanta. You think they'll pony up the money despite having paid everybody else what they've paid them? Yep. You don't think they're gonna try to pull a a Matt Olson. A Houston. Uh, what do you mean, pull a Matt Olson? Go for somebody else who would be fine oh. signing for a little bit less money. Um, who might actually be an upgrade? Like who? That's the problem. Know. Unless they know That's something true. about their farm system, like the Jeremy Pena situation in Houston, that we don't know, which is possible. But I say that's right. the only reason they get rid of Dansby. Unless they're going to go throw a bag of money at one of these other four guys. Because that's the thing is like, I wonder if, because this is the question is what value are you getting out of the player for what you're paying? Like, is it worth paying Dansby Swanson what he wants versus what you would get out of a Carlos Correa for paying some, paying a little bit more? Would it be worth upping? Can you afford a little bit that contract? That I don't know. They're already paying a whole lot of money for a bunch of other guys. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think you take the the discount because even Dansby Swanson's desired amounts are going to be lower than Trey Turner and uh, and Carlos Correa, Correa and probably and even, and even Bogarts. Even Bogarts. Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. That's why I say he stays in Atlanta. But I, unless they know, unless there's a kid in the farm system we don't know about, and that's possible. Could be, yeah. Could they be. take a developmental hit for the first mm, 20, 30 games of the season? I could see that. Yeah, I mean they've shown that they can come back from that kind of that kind of right that kind of hole. Right, and Snicker knows what he's doing, so there's no I don't have any issues there. Yeah, you could be right on that. Let's talk. Let's what see. about Xander Bo? Or sorry, not not Xander Bogart. It's Trey Turner. So I talked a lot about Trey Turner with Philly. Yeah, tell me tell me more about this break. J.P. Crawford is going to stay at shortstop. Right. No questions asked. I think that uh, Trey Turner knows what he wants from culture. If he can get the money he wants, he'll go where the culture fit is. And I think he would be an amazing addition to the culture you guys have going on in Seattle. 
I think you're absolutely right. And you know what? When I said Bogarts, I had him at second base too. Right. Because J.P. Crawford is staying at shortstop. That's right. So I think if the Mariners are smart, then they throw a bag of money at him because they're not paying a bag of money to a lot of people right now. Right. They can they can throw a bag of money at a guy like Trey Turner who has tons of leadership capabilities, tons of postseason experience, oh, and he time. could he could really anchor this 2023 run you keep talking about. He could big time. I would love to have Trey Turner on that team. Like so, so, so much. Especially with the shift ban and now all the balls in play and all the stolen base opportunities and Trey Turner's get, freaking get wheels, dude. Like it would be pandemonium. Well, Seattle likes to run too. And this is the other thing is that second base over the last few years has been a position where guys haven't had to have a lot of range because they put that second baseman like you see Altuve playing a shallow right field. He's not playing second base. He's playing shallow right field. But now with the shift ban, the rule is cleats on the dirt. So you've got to have a second baseman who has better range Yeah, because you're not you don't have your shortstop behind second base anymore. Right. Brilliant. So it makes sense. And that's exact. I'm sure that's exactly what Depoto is going to be wanting to look for as a second baseman with range. So why not move a shortstop over there? Hundred percent. And if and if you can get one of these guys, it doesn't even have to be Trey Turner. We just know Trey Turner can really do well at second base. Yeah, that's why I think if you're lucky, you Seattle ends up with Trey Turner. I think you're right, and you know what? He's played a lot of second base in his career. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, because he was a primarily strike. a second baseman in 2021 yeah. with the dot when he uh, when he went to the Dodgers um, was more a second baseman than anything his rookie season. I don't get the impression that he's going to say, "And if I'm not a shortstop, I'm not doing it." I don't, I don't get that impression from him. I think he wants to be on the right team at the right time, mm-hmm. and I think Seattle's a great place to do that. He would definitely put him over the top. Oh yeah, because that's that's the bat they need. Yep. That's the oh yeah the speed the position they the need. Love the speed. oh my the leadership. Goodness. Look at you. Please don't get my hopes up. Just look at you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know if it'll come true, but that's the perfect fit for Seattle, and it could be a perfect fit for Trey Turner. Yeah, I I think it's a perfect fit. I've thought it's a perfect fit for so long. I've mostly break. I've talked myself out of it. Just because I don't want to, like I said, I want to get my hopes up and get let down. The yeah. Xander Bogarts is like my bargain version of Trey Turner. And I'm like, just fine with him being a second baseman. Totally. But, but Trey and he, Turner and is he'd like. And he'd be good. It'd be fine. But Trey Turner is what you want. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I would be fine with Correa, but he's going to want to play shortstop, which would yeah, put J.P. Crawford to second base. And I think that J.P. Crawford would make a fine second baseman. And having those two up the middle would be amazing. Unbelievable. And having his bat in the lineup would be amazing too. But unbelievable. So but I think Jay Crawford is going to stick a shortstop. I think so too. Let's shift to Verlander. You really think he's going to go home to Detroit for his last season, last two seasons, or whatever it ends up? He doesn't being. have anything left to do. Why not? Yeah, you're right. Like he proved this year that he's like the man, and he has, and he did say that they're going to have to peel that jersey off of him, you know, when it's time to go. But I don't, I don't think that'll be the case. I think he's got more self awareness than Tom Brady does. And when Kate Upton says, "I want you home," he's going to be like, "Okay." Let's Are, do home. they live in Detroit? I don't know, but it's it's the travel thing, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wherever she is, yeah, wherever wherever their home is, eventually yeah. she's going to want him there because that's why Tom Brady's single now is because Giselle Bunchen wanted him home wherever home was, 
And yeah. he said, I want to go do this some more. So I think Justin Verlander values his relationship more than that. And he's when it's time to be done, he's going to be done. That's going to be the end of it. So I think 100%. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes back to Detroit, has a little homecoming there, a farewell tour, one, maybe yeah. two years. I don't know. Two. It'll but, be two. But yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's what happens. It looks like they live in Florida. And why wouldn't they? Well, and that's where they, they live near the Astros spring training facility is what it looks okay, like. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. They also so, live in Virginia. They have a home in Virginia. Probably that's amazing what you can probably have find. a home in Houston. <laughs> yeah, I just Googled that. That's a little uncomfortable. Sorry, I didn't mean to invade your privacy there, Justin. Not what I intended at all. Okay, let's talk um, a couple of these names. You said Rizzo's going where? Back to I think he's going to go back to the Yankees. I think it's entirely possible, but I also think it's possible that he goes back to the organization that brought him up in Boston because they need a first baseman. They do. Yeah, that's why I put Josh Bell there. Yeah, they need a first baseman. Josh Bell would be great there, but um, I think you know, I it's it's going to it's going to come down to culture, and right now I think the Yankees hemorrhage culture. I think they're oh, literally yeah. they're rotting from the inside out. Yeah, and, and, so, it's, and it's seeping into the stands. It is, and everybody hates it. I'm mm-hmm. right there, and and Rizzo is such a culture dude. It's he's just emotional enough to to say I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, you know I'm surprised honestly that the Red Sox don't attract more left-handed power hitters mm-hmm. because we talk about the short porch in New York. It is way shorter in Boston and literally shorter. Like that right field wall is like two feet high. <laughs> it's two feet high. How far is it though? Because that's that right field alley they have out there. It's three oh six down is the it? line. Yeah, it is super short down the right field oh, line. Wow. And then it juts out, and I want to say it goes to like three twenty six, three thirty, something yeah. like that. But still. it's still short. And then you've got that massive alley in right in center field. Yeah, like right center field right there. Like yeah, I don't know. I don't know why left handers don't just don't go to Boston. I don't either. That's interesting. Mike, what do you think, Mike? Let's call yeah, Mike. That's, we'll call yeah, Mike. we'll call Mike. But that's that's been confusing <laughs> to me for decades, Brig. Literally yeah, that's decades. I, yeah, that, I like that. I, I really do think that um, like if they can pay him and they have what it takes to win, I don't know what happened this year with Boston. It was mind-boggling. I have no yeah. idea. Um, yeah, but if they, if they have what it takes to win, so... Yeah. And the culture's better, clearly. Maybe. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it's know. just the Yankees make the headlines and the Red Sox don't. Yeah. I don't know. Who's to say? Maybe that's Who's just because this say? season they made the headlines with all the other headlines. I don't know. It's yeah, a crazy it situation be. in New York. That's what I know. It very well Any other be. names you want to get into that are that are interesting? Where did you have DeGrom going again? Uh, Texas. The Rangers. Yeah, they could certainly use him. Oh yeah, and it see and you know with his shoulder issue, like I love me some Jacob Degrom. Don't get me wrong, me but with his shoulder issue, that does feel like a a problem that a lot of teams aren't going to offer him the kind of money that he wants. And I feel like the Rangers would, but I also feel like the Astros would because the Astros have such a deep starting rotation anyway that They're like protected. if if Verlander goes, if Verlander leaves, yeah. right, they're gonna be like, well, we need we need to bring in somebody new. Yeah. Let's bring in DeGrom, another ace, totally. replace the ace. 
we can lighten his load with the guys we have around him and it will work just fine. That's that why I, I thought, agree with. That's why I thought the Astros, but I think Texas makes sense too because they need pitching in a major way. Yep, they do. And exactly. think of what he could infuse into the younger guys coming up that they're making up that team with. Mm-hmm. Could be really cool. I don't know. I just yep. think that it's also not New York at all. Right. Not and even close. Not even close. <laughs> about as far and away from <laughs> that environment as you get. Exactly. And the people in Texas love their guys. Just love them. Yeah. So you're not going to get up and down fan love and hate and all that junk like you get right. in New York. And and yeah, I feel like I feel like what Texas is trying to build is really steady. It's slow, but it's smooth. And if they can keep being slow and smooth, we're going to be in good shape in Texas. So I think he'd be a good fit there. I think you're right. I think it'd be a great spot for him, big time. And yeah. I mean, you've got you've got some studs there. You've got Corey Seager, right? Simeon, Adolis Garcia. Yeah, they're just. And I think he's got a really good catcher in Jonah Heim too. That's a good point. I forgot. I didn't think about that. So I think it's a good mm. spot for him. I th- I think I think both of us, in a way, are going to be right that he's going to be in Texas. Good chance. <laughs> That's awesome. And I hadn't even thought about that until today, to be completely honest with you. Yeah. How much both of those places make sense. They do make sense. Huh. And we're, we're going to be way wrong, too. It's totally possible. Because there oh, yeah. are 28 other options. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yes. The most yeah. meaningless predictions. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we do get one right, we take the victory lap. And That's we right. disregard all the others that we get wrong. Yeah, That's just 100%. That's how, That's, right. That's how predictions work. 